It's nine o'clock, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to Butler's, Butler's podcast. podcast. What are we going to talk about this week, Cassie? Today we are going to talk about two particular wines from the Blank Bottle Winery in South Africa, which is super exciting and have just landed in the UK. That's good because we've got loads of it to get rid of, so we better start selling this wine. And it's very exciting because it's literally just arrived and we've just got it into the shops today. Yep, so these are the first tasters. Henry has a bottle of each open on the table in front of us. Of course. So, Henry, can you start by telling us a little introduction to the Blank Bottle Winery? Blank Bottle Winery is a company based in Stellenbosch in South Africa. They make lots of different wines, very exciting wines, we think. Um, Peter Valser is the winemaker, and he's decided to make wines that break down people's preconceptions of wine and how they purchase wine. So... Blank bottle means literally sort of, there's no grape variety on the label. There's no clue as to what is in the bottle. Um, he encourages you to taste lots of different wines and then buy the wines that you like the taste of. Not just buying wines by grape variety or by the name of the place that it comes from or perhaps the name of the producer. So it's quite exciting because it's Very focusing exciting. on the flavours of the wine, the styles of the wine and... None of the nonsense that perhaps um, surrounds wine purchasing. And we've worked with these wines, well, the Blank Bottle range for quite a few years now, haven't we? Yes, we have. Um, I remember tasting them from uh, our friend Damon, um, showed them to us uh, a long time ago, and they weren't in the country at that point, I don't think. We were just tasting them, and they were under the Coravan, and uh, we liked some, and I wasn't so keen on, on some others, but they were quite exciting, and they looked really good. And then they weren't available for a while, and then we retasted them a little while later, and then we did have stock available, but very small amounts, because they were allocated. So we sort of started chipping away at it. And then you seemed to get super excited about these wines. I did. I really did. So actually, when I first really got into the wine industry and started working with butlers, um, they were a particular range of wines that when I saw them and tasted them, I really understood the concept. So for me, it was kind of like a really eye-opening, wow, this is amazing, and I understand the message. Mainly because I really... For me, breaking down preconceptions is brilliant. And I think people do have, they, they expect lots of certain things from wine and people, etc., and judge things before they even know about them. So I really understand the message. Um, I like the fact that they're from tiny parcels. They tend to make one-offs. So once they're gone, they're gone. So he, he finds tiny amounts of rare things and unusual things and also normal things, but he makes them in a different way. So I really liked them. And I remember saying to you, if you get the wines in, I promise I will sell them because they're quite a commitment and they're not the cheapest wines in the world. And they don't say anything about them on the label. So they're not the easiest sell. They are all a hand sell. So how many different blank bottle wineries do we now have? Do you think <laughs> how many stories do we have to remember? <laughs> well, I remember. Get the staff to remember. Well, I would say what have we got, maybe 20 to 30. Okay. We've so got quite a, a few. Isn't so it? yeah, so we started off with maybe a range of six different ones, which I promised I would sell, and we did sell them. And now, hopefully, we've got a bit of a following behind them to the point that we're at this stage where Peter, for the second year in a row now, has made us our very own bottlings, which is what we're trying now and what we're going to discuss. So these are two wines completely unique to us in the UK that we have tried. 
um, samples of ages ago when he's first found the grapes. And if we like them, we like them. Some we haven't, but we've selected the ones that we all have really enjoyed. And he's bottled and labelled them specifically for us in the UK. So part of the process is for us to receive lots of sample bottles with no labels on them at all. Um, we taste them with our, with our friend Damon again, um, and we discuss them, we retaste them, uh, and then we retasted them again, and then we sort of hone it down to pick one white wine and one red wine, and then we, we ship a load of it and then panic. <laughs> The but one, it's one nasty. shipment and it's one pallet of each wine. And, and once it's it. gone, it's gone. So these are kind of, for the world, that's it. It's really exciting. I think it's really brilliant. And we may be a small independent retailer. So to have a project like this for just us, I think is incredible. And he's done one collaboration before, which was with the Tate Modern, the Ledbury Hotel and Vinateca. So it was the three of those. They did a one-off bottling. Um, subsequently, they've done a bottling for us last year. So he made two wines for us, one with Henry's face on the label, which was brilliant. Um, and we've nearly sold through those. Really <laughs> Best seller. Yeah. Um, and the final tasting we had of this, these particular two was when Peter came over to do a special all day with us, <laughs> um, which is when I was really ill, actually, wasn't it? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Decline started <laughs> when I tasted these two wines. But it, the last maybe time. it was medicine. It helped you get through it. Yeah, it didn't go well with them. But medicine, we've built up checking. a relationship, haven't we, with him? Basically, yes, you so are officially the. I world am a super, super fan. fan, aren't you? So you were yeah. either crying or giggling hysterically around. No, Peter I am Vassa, not. Your your second <laughs> husband. <laughs> I just think he's brilliant, and I think. To be fair, when we met him as well, again, you might have preconceptions because you never know what these people are like. And in the wine industry, they're all different people from all walks of life. But yeah, a lot of preconceptions go with wine tasting and wine drinkers, I would say. So when he came over, it was like a revelation because he's a normal person. I spent the entire first time he came over and we had a lunch with him. I spent the whole time talking about his kids and his family and his kids that designed some of the wine labels for him and earned pocket money off the back of it. And he's just brilliant. He likes surfing. He's, it was, he he's actually just a, asks you for reminders about the story. Yeah, so if he's presenting, he'll wines, often ask what's in it. more about it than he does. <laughs> Maybe I'll be an ambassador. Bro. Yeah, surfer dude. Nice bloke. Really cool. So these two wines that we've got in front of us then, um, the first one, the Viognier, which is the white wine, white wine grape variety, called Helter Skelter. Not unlike Peter's... Um, website of old where he puts a, a black background and then a dark coloured text on the front of it so you can't read anything. This has a nice purple. The West Pier is in a sort of quite a vibrant metallic looking purple image, isn't it? It's which exciting. He, he drew, didn't he? He did that as a line He did it. last year when he did our first bottling, which was called Give and Take, um, which was a Pinot Blanc, mm -hmm. zero sulphur. Um, which we still have a little bit of, by the way. He designed, he came up with a design of the West Pier because when he visited Brighton, he loved it. And it was kind of an iconic, iconic image of Brighton. So he drew that himself, I think with pen and ink. And then he often does tile prints of them. Okay. So all the labels he draws himself or designs himself. So the Helter Skelter is um, sort of in reference to the the iconic ride that you would look see on the pier, but also to the nature of the butler's life and business which is just chaos with some <laughs> added chaos and it is like going around the helter skelter with your eyes very shut. much 
and uh, no sides on the on the helter skelter. Sometimes it feels like so. Yes, chaotic and was bottled specially for us for our fortieth anniversary of the Butler's Wine Cellar, um, which was in November, just gone. Yeah, so it's Viognier, but and with a difference because it's non-vintage. So it's a blend of two different vintages. Um, the first vintage is 2017, and half the fruit was picked early, half the fruit was picked late, and then it was aged in oak. Um, and then 2018, all of the fruit was picked early, aged in oak, and then uh, combined together with the, the fruit of the 2017 to create That's this one. So it's very unique. Yeah, very nicely explained by me, I think. Yeah, that well. is a good explanation, good, quite clear. And Viognier is not always my cup of tea. It can be a little bit over the top, but I think this is, this is a powerful wine. Um, it's getting poured again. Thank you very much. Uh, but it has, it has that sort of peachy fruit, but it has quite a firm structure, nice acidity, um, and it's not cloying. I don't think it's, it's quite cloying. delicate, isn't it? It's very interesting. It's opening up in the glass. I think it's because it's just arrived. It needs to maybe settle down a touch, but it, um, it'll be the, fudgy next year. <laughs> Give well, that a year in the bottle. You say that the last part, the last one we had, the give and take, is singing at the moment. Yeah, that's tasting that fantastic. Was the most popular wine at the Chankton Brie wine tasting the other night. It's been super popular. Yeah. It's yes, the, yes. my dad took a bottle to Portugal, and they everybody there said it's the nicest wine they've ever tried in their lives. Ever. Ever in the whole world. Neatly packaged wax capsule thing on the top. So if you're opening this, you don't need to chip it away. You just go straight in with the corkscrew, and it pulls it up, and there's a nice clean break there. Um, so that's the white. And, and it, then, yeah, it's really nice. It is. It's, it's it looks very good, nice yeah. Um, and then we've got a red as well called Gothas. So why don't you explain <laughs> this one then, Cassie? <laughs> no. It seems to have uh, an image of you on one of your happier days. Really? With your cheesy little green. It's and, very and handmaid's tale. You've got a Cornish pasty <laughs> on your head. It's a little lady little in a clocks. cape. <laughs> it's a, No, you can tell us about the wine. So this is 100% Pinotage from Darling in South Africa. Okay. Darling. Thank you. So tell us about the fruit. The fruits is a pinotage. <laughs> so um, we never liked pinotage, obviously. We Not haven't obviously. actually, but we haven't found one ever that um, we really liked until this little beauty arrived as a sample. I'm glad for you if you are a fan of, of pinotage, but that's, that's down to you. But this one, um, again, we tasted it blind and, and thought Amazing. this was glorious. Yeah, really, really juicy, clean, um, fresh, vibrant fruit, lovely. Elegant. Aged in oak again because uh, that's how the way he does it with most of his wines. And not to give it big oaky flavours, but just to give some more complexity and some layers and texture and that sort of thing. Um, but it's, it's just such purity of fruit on this wine. It, it really makes you want to drink a second bottle. It's, it's fantastic. The... Um, tell me the, the story about this one, Cassie, about the, uh, the this birds. Was from, this was from the farmer that was growing some Chenin and I think some Sanso for Peter, or where he'd been buying a small parcel of those grapes. He had seen a plot of uh, vines in the farmer's vineyard that he liked the look of, but it was pinotage, and because they ripen first, the birds seemed to nick those the first. So the farmer had never made a pinotage or sold pinotage fruit because he never had any because all the birds would eat them before they got harvested. So Peter suggested that they put some bird nets on them, which Peter provided, I believe. Mm -hmm. So stuck some nets over the fruit, and lo and behold, the birds didn't eat them anymore. Mm, so so this is the, the net, first time probably. he's ever made a pinotage. Okay. So it's from, it's really, it's very special. Good effort. 
might maybe try a bit harder next time, but it's a good effort. Seriously. It shows potential. (laughs) Very (laughs) clear. And stop surfing and concentrates. Um, but it, it's really good if you if you see the label. Cassie actually modelled in her normal clothes no, for this one, really? and he did a little. How did he do this drawing? It looks like that's a tile print, definitely. Yeah. So it looks like he's cut out a is. tile. Okay. You use a well, it's like a, yeah, a tile print. Okay, like so a, a good I don't know what they're called. It's almost like underlay, underlay of underlay. tiles, and it's a bit like a solid clay tile thing that you can scrape into to make pictures out of i remember doing mm. it for my art a level okay a little bit of insight into your upbringing um i didn't think you attended any lessons art yeah that's not really a lesson okay <laughs> sorry to all the art teachers out there you are very important <laughs> and they'll be lovely yeah I, I went to the classes they were because it was good so the point Creative. is the, the main point of this is that we now have stock of these two wines and if you want to get in early and grab some then we're going to promote them aren't we in this weekend yes um, down there's they're normally at uh, £22 a bottle, um, which represents good value. This is another point that I must make as well. It's These are bottled for us. We, we, these are wines that we have our name behind, as well as Blank Bottle Winery. Yes, and we these are just for the butler's wine cellar. We wanted, which is what you sort of often see, house claret or like a... A, a restaurant might have its name on its house wine. We don't. We don't want that. We want our name on on proper wines um, that that were really interesting and that we can get very enthusiastic. Yeah. About. So we're so willing to invest some wines. money into some good quality. So and talking of money, they will be discounted until they the are end discounted. Of the are I discounted already? them already. Down from uh, twenty two to nineteen pounds per bottle for a very nineteen ninety five. Oh, actually. That's a silly price, isn't it? Um, for the yeah, as an introductory um, price to to hopefully uh, get you tasting the wines, and then we think that you might want some more. And the bottles look cool, by the way. The uh, red Gothus is in. It looks like a French sweet wine bottle, kind of yeah, really tall like a, and thin. It's not a Bordeaux like a bottle. It's taller and bottle. thinner than that. Yeah, it's like Banyols, I think. And the white is in a sort of burgundy bottle. Yes, like Thank a fatty. You very much. So uh, go and look for them in the shops. And, and yeah, uh, you can get them online, discounted until the end of Sunday, and they're mm-hmm. both fantastic. And if, you, uh, if you're greedy, we've still got some, some really nice magnums of the, uh, what's that one called? Oppie uh, Coppy. Oppie Coppy, yeah, which is, won't be around forever, and that's delicious, and that's a good price. We've got one. pretty Sold much the whole range, or if you want any blank bottle, if you want to know anything... Just ask me. Okay. <laughs> Sponsored by Cassie Gould and the Blank Bottle Winery. And Gothus. And Peter Valser, Cassie's spare husband. Really? Over and out, I'd but say. But we could on talk about, one. I could carry on talking about I these know, forever. So we need to end this podcast. And we'll have to do now. some more. And next time Peter's over, I'm doing a podcast with him. Defo. Uh, okay, because he'll be better than me. No, you uh, as well. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta from Cassie, Henry, and me, of course.